0: um We have just.
1: Nu- they're both called Porta Nuova. They are both called Porta nu- Why would you do that? That's just confusing.
0: You heard it here first, folks. We are literally lost in Verona. Jeroen is currently walking around staring at his phone. Sweating profusely and intermittently yelling that this doesn't make any sense.
1: No, but it really doesn't. Well, yeah, I've gotten directions from a very lovely man who we're staying with in his Airbnb, and I've I've received directions from him on how to get there. And he said, from Portanovas train station, you take a bus, get off, you know, wherever, and he sent me a map. And checking the map, the trajectory on it starts at a completely different place than where we are, even though we are at Porto Nova. And I now have no idea whether we're in the wrong spot or if the map just isn't right. But either way we are lost in Verona.
0: We are absolutely lost in Verona. Um, we are also standing in front of a tabaccheria and can see there that they are selling plastic maps for three fifty. Should we acquire one? We yeah, but, can also but go the, to map is, the map. The map
1: is still going to tell us where we are, right? And we, I know where we are, and it's not where this map starts. But maybe if we get the bus, the bus, we could. If the bus stops here, then maybe we'll, we'll we will find it. I just need to. could we see like where the bus lines are or something?
0: Um, There is an information desk over there, maybe we can go ask. problem is also that, you know, being in Italy, as a western type of woman and a western type of man, um, we do not know any Italians.
1: I kind of wish I could disappear, Mm -hmm. because this is not an enjoyable experience.
0: He looks very nervous, and he's just kind of spinning in place now.
1: What I don't understand is how the map, when I look up Stacione Porta, Porta Nuova where we are, sends me to a completely different location than when I say my location. And on the map, there is nothing in the when I look up one but That's not a. That's not like a, a place where anything is. So I don't know why it, it's letting me start from there. So hey, Google, get your shit right. I mean, come on.
0: We are, are of course completely sponsored by Google.
1: Don't say things like that. two minutes, there should be one. We were
0: just passed the by, by the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. She was B1. wearing a full okay, B1, that's suit, and she here. amazing.
1: B1 is here. That's this is this is the platform where we need to take our bus. Next question. How do we how do tickets for the bus work?
0: How are tickets acquired?
1: So, I mean, a- again, there is there is some definite truth to Coit uh, and Laura's song. Um, it seems like just arriving in Verona is, is uh, enough to get you lost. So...
0: Uh, oh, there's the 73.
1: Valonea, that's the one!
0: Let's hope that the... Bus driver knows any English. Yeah. It seems like we can indeed buy tickets what's on the bus. You have I have I have my wallet
1: yeah two and a
0: half. Is that
1: the price? Um, so that's what you have. That's what I have. Oh,
0: okay. it's two yards. Shall we remain lost in Guiana? We'll find
1: out. Uh, We are at least on a bus now. Okay.
0: Okay. I do really feel like a very silly boat in the sea at this point.
1: We have arrived. After a wonderful bus ride, we have arrived at the what was it? The piazza?
0: No, uh, the bridge. The bridge. Sure. So,
1: uh, we should have gotten off at the Piazza Isolo. I believe that was our last stop. So we've um, missed that one, but it's fine. Ponte Pietra. Perfect. I know what that is. I know. I know what that means. It's a bridge. Um, I don't know. Is that allowed? Uh, well, we
0: just passed two teens making out, so this so guy, we are definitely in Verona. This
1: guy just, like, picked up this girl, and then they, like, made out. Oh,
0: look at all that meat in that window.
1: Ooh, this is a meatful window. Um, so we are just, like, wandering now. I don't think we should do that.
0: Oh, no, we should actually um, I know. think you
1: should now take the recording device from me for a second okay. while I look at the map again. Okay.
0: It is wild that the first thing we do see in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene, is two teens just fucking going at it.
1: <laughs> like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> like Romeo
0: and Juliet once before. We are... Verona is very on-brand.
1: So when, when uh, we got the address sent to us by our uh, Airbnb host started from a weird wrong point and it said that after we got off the bus we had to walk for 5 minutes um, when I looked it up like earlier uh, starting at the station it said yeah you'll have to walk for 7 minutes I'm like okay fine that's, that's 7 minutes now looking at it, it again it says we have to walk for 11 minutes so I don't know what kind of non-Euclidean city this is <laughs> but um, I understand why one would, how one would get lost so um,
0: this is just real this song was really written based on a very lived experience and I think that we should really find our Airbnb before our romance turns to drama. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast, a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I am your host, Yoon, and as always with me is my co-host... My
0: name is Mira.
1: So, Mira, let's let's finish the story uh, that was just told before the intro. Um, What was the conclusion to our adventure in the wonderful city of Verona, Italy?
0: But well, we got so lost in Verona that we ended up in Milan. yes. And now we're back in
1: Belgium. It's it's quite it hard was, to believe that yeah yeah that, that, it was
0: truly a harrowing ordeal. <laughs> we did have a lovely time in
1: Verona. Though. It's a very nice city actually.
0: It's uh, really beautiful, so and, romantic. and, and, and th- we, uh, not as much crowds as the song promises.
1: No, we did not quite get lost in the crowd of the streets, uh, but we did, as you heard, get lost in Verona, eventually finding our way to our Airbnb, where we had a a nice time, uh, then walked around this wonderful old city.
0: Yeah, if if you ever find yourself in Verona, I can highly recommend the Archaeological uh, theater Museum. Yes that was so absolutely. cool
1: there's a theater uh, an old theater that was built on the, the hill of Saint. Peter in Verona and uh, that used to be a Roman theater but over the over time like they just kept building stuff on that same location. so what was once uh, a, a temple to an unknown God they're not quite sure at the top of that hill uh, then became you know just like houses and then became just like uh, a church. And eventually like, it was discovered that Oh, this was actually like, an old fucking theater um, And now it's just an archaeological museum full of, full of archaeological findings from Verona And it's really neat
0: And it's still like a theater that is used
1: Yeah, exactly They can still like, use it as a theater um, It's so dope it's as hell, It's really guys. cool you know, Coit and Laura sang in their song uh, Like Romeo and Juliet once before, obviously And you may think to yourself Well, that's a, that's a fictional tale I mean, Romeo and Juliet were two characters thought of by the immortal bard himself, William Shakespeare. But it it appears, um, and that's perhaps playing into into a a tourist attraction type thing, uh, that there are, like, locations that are allegedly Juliet's house and Romeo's house. And I did the finger quotes there.
0: Yeah, also uh, Juliet's tomb.
1: Yeah, yeah. So...
0: It's all really cool, and there are, like, walls... There mm-hmm. that the people that are like specifically made for writing yeah, on and, pe- and everyone who comes there who's in a couple will like write their names. We didn't do that. We did not actually do that. Maybe we should have done that.
1: I mean, uh, again, uh, like we said last year, uh, Romeo and Juliet are not quite an example and they're, yeah. they're the wrong moral is it's being taken from that story or, also, or there are no morals being taken from that story.
0: Also weird is that there's like a statue of Juliet and right. everyone's posing right. with her and like for for the most pic- popular picture we saw being taken was someone like standing next to Juliet smiling to the camera and grabbing her breast hmm. but she's like 14 Yes. I get that it's a statue, but Juliet in the story was fourteen.
1: Yeah, they were teens.
0: They were teens, and everywhere there was like, like, oh, you can buy a magnet shaped like Juliet's balcony, and it was just a magnet with a set of tits,
1: a set of titties. Um, and
0: I'm just like, hey guys, this hey, is, this dudes. is a teenage
1: girl, a fi- a fictional teenage girl for sure. But, uh, very strange. And we decided for ourselves, the, le- the moral of, of the, the Romeo and Juliet story is actually kind of, hey, just let your kids fuck, um, or like, don't tell your kids not, uh, to, not to do something because they'll do it anyway and they'll die. It's less like, don't let kids fall in love because they'll kill themselves. It's like, don't forbid them from doing it. You know, the, the story of love... Very beautiful, of course. Um, but it did end in tragedy. But so did uh, Coit and Laura's Verona, which ended uh, tragically not going to the final. Yeah,
0: and I mean, our story in Verona also ended tragically with us just going to a
1: terrible restaurant. Right. It did start raining. Uh, we the won- rain
0: was fine. The rain we was okay, like and we're under, from Belgium. Yeah. And we had
1: an umbrella, and it was romantic. Um, and then we thought, well, it's about time to eat something. So, um, you know, being the, the, the ever hopeful character that I am, I thought I'd look something up on, uh, on one of the many apps that provides you with handy tips for where to find good places to eat in the city. And the place that was recommended to me was terrible. We had some
0: truly heinous, no, not
1: cheap. Gnocchi. It was uh, Yeah it was not great It was It was just bland The and wine
0: was awful The
1: wine was Really bad um, It's good wild
0: Because we were In
1: Italy yeah. So like Exactly That's kind of the thing Where you're like J- James hey, Our James. friend which who, whom, whom you have heard On previous episodes uh, Told us He had never had uh, He had only had One bad dining experience In Italy Over the last Three years uh, That he lived there Well it took us a week
0: it took us a week, and it was, like, one of the worst dining experiences yeah, that yeah. we've had
1: inside or outside of Italy. But listen, I mean, Verona is a beautiful city, but a city of tragedy. Um, like I said, the song also ended tragically, uh, uh, not going to the final. Laura's microphone cutting out for the first, Ugh. like, five seconds of the song, which I'm still furious about. Truly tragic. Uh, and, and those who follow our Twitter, which is at EuroDivision, um, might have noticed last year um, that I kept tweeting about that uh, for a long time. It's still out there. Public domain prompt for if you want to make like a Groundhog Day type video game where you have 30 seconds during the postcard to like relive those 30 seconds over and over again to try and tell someone in the technical team that Laura's microphone is off. That's just an idea I had.
0: You're only released from the time loop when you save Laura. Yeah,
1: you're only released only. from the time. Uh, Loop when uh, the audience at home can hear "Sleeping All Alone." You, you wake, wake up, up with a bottle in your hand. hand. Fully. But listen, uh, last year Estonia seemed seemed preoccupied with Verona and Italy, right? In, in like kind of a weird way, Western type of love, Western all the reckless type of love. This year, let's go to Estonia proper. All
0: yes. Right? What
1: do you know of Estilal? I
0: know Estilal is your. favorite. Favorite pre-selection? I showed
1: you a bunch. Um, it's been a while. It was right after Isti We had, I had missed the final and I wanted to watch it. So I showed you all of the nine songs except for the winner.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it should be said, we just came back from a week in Italy where we saw and did so, so much. Yeah, it was Every, a very busy... Like, we just came back and yes. I just woke up from a three-hour nap on our incredible... New mattress, which is not made out of cardboard. A lot of
1: mattresses in Italy that we slept on were not very good. But listen, we survived uh, on the power of love. And speaking of the power of love, uh, let's talk about Estonia's song for this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, They will be represented by Elina Nechaeva with her Estonian song La Forza.
0: Jesus fucking Christ. What, what is this? What is what? La Forza. Is this going to be in fucking Spanish? It's Italian. They, they did a fucking Italian thing yes. again.
1: What is up, Estonia? I have that question as well. Uh, this is the only song in this year's contest that is in uh, a language other than English, but which is not a native language of the country that is sending the song. Right. So um, there, there are still more songs to come that are not in English, um, but this is the only song uh, that is in a language that is not uh, spoken in the country that is sending the song. So, so it's kind this of is like the
0: only DC Yeah, this is, this is this is the year's only DC of
1: this year, um, and perhaps there is a better reason uh, for the language choice here. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Um, for now, let's dive in and listen to Elena Medeva and La Forza. Reckless love, reckless love. We never said sorry. We never said enough. No. <laughs> Bitch.
0: video, so I could
1: have guessed that this is what it was gonna be. What you mentioned just now, the Verona in the Classical Style was probably my favorite part of Stilel. It's a fantastic video. It was so
0: fucking good.
1: Um, but yes, uh, that might have been a prelude to uh, to what we were to get this year, which is an operatic entry from Estonia.
0: I love it. She's, she's like, you know... She's not dressed in black she is screaming which I do appreciate.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Doing something operatic is such
1: a bold choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh we've we've had some entries in the past that um you know used operatic elements. Yeah, this isn't new. No, but but perhaps um not as many that were so kind of just openly focused on on the the voice rather than like having more poppy elements in there, right? Like, I'm thinking of something like Malena Ehrman's La Voix, which is way more of a Swedish pop song with, with just an operatic voice in it. Or even Il Volo in 2015, "The Grande oh, Amore, yes. was also an operatic pop song. Look at this bitch,
0: just in a cir- circus tent, uh-huh, uh-huh. covered in glitter. Absolutely. Which is, I don't like glitter. Actually, I hate glitter, Almost as much as I hate balloons. Sure. It's microplastic. Yeah. It finds its way into our oceans. Like, you can make glitter from seaweed. That's what Lush does in its okay. bath bombs. I didn't know that. Yeah, some, like, a lot of, um, like, beauty care products will make their glitter from seaweed. But, like, the glitter that you get for things like Eurovision, that is just... It's so polluting. You'll find it it, like inside a fish in five years. Like
1: I've heard it said that glitter is like theaters herpes, which is funny because I thought herpes was theaters herpes.
0: But I mean that's my basically my only criticism of this one. Like, okay, it's it's not the strongest operatic composition.
1: Sure, that's a that's a good point. It is it is still a relatively it it still still follows like a like a verse chorus verse chorus scream. Uh, sort of a structure.
0: It feels like it's the background music for the climactic final episode of some kind of B rated TV show. It's that could fit. One of those shows that's like based on Sherlock Holmes but also on Frankenstein. And then at the end they discover <sighs> that it was not Frankenstein's monster that did the murders but it was Frankenstein. And himself. Is and this a real show? No, I'm pitching this right now.
1: Doing a lot of pitching this episode, huh? Just like that tent that she's wearing. Yeah. W- let's, well, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk that. about the projection dress. Um, also not a new concept in no. Um We've had, like, um, just, just the, the concept of, like, big dress, uh, high up, and operatic voice was... Um, wasn't some it some would say perfected in 2013 by Cesar from Romania and It's My Life in, in a huge dress. That um, was great. In that same year, there was uh, Aliona Moon from Moldova with Omiye, which was my favorite, uh, one of my favorites that year, uh, which was also like a, a big dress. And she rose up during the climax of the song, and there was like fire and lightning on her yeah, dress. Yeah, I remember. Uh, that was a really good one. Uh, this one
0: isn't particularly. Good. Yeah, the, like the, the dressing mm, well not, made, yeah, but the not, projections are cool.
1: The projections are interesting, and like when there's when there's uh when there's no LEDs, right? Um, it could be interesting to just pop a projector under your dress and like rely on that for your visuals. That um, might actually and it could work really be well because I like yeah. I like the way that when they when they've staged this in Estonia, when the way they've shot it, it's kind of been a lot of focus on her. There's no audience. There's not that many wide shots, and she's kind of surrounded in darkness, and it's kind of like. Like, the idea of, like, she's floating in sort of an, an ethereal, starry space, and the song is also just about, like, a, a mysterious force of destiny driving, uh, us together in love, and it's, it, it's, it's also not, like, lyrically very interesting, but, like, because it's, because the, the gimmick of it is, it's opera, and it's in Italian, I don't think that's gonna be a deal-breaker for people, whether it's, like, lyrically Good or anything yeah
0: I am honestly waiting for someone to bring something like the Holeracha to eurovision just
1: like really going for it yeah yeah I, th-
0: I think that having the projection on the dress might be a good solution and it might help her like really pop out as one of the only artists to really Use any like yeah,
1: visual I mean, uh, moving I, visual elements, I, but I believe, also, I believe a lot of artists will be bringing stuff like you probably. know you know when we when we were in, in, in two thousand fifteen, Monsell Morlo for his act they did bring like that screen to just put behind him. Right. Some countries you know will have stuff like that to replace uh, the lack of LED screens, um, but other acts um, yeah may rely on props and be like. You know, we're going to use that to fill the stage. So I think any act that, that wants to really go for the win needs something eye-catching, um, like this dress. This dress could be a really interesting centerpiece, and it's cool because she is, you know, the centerpiece there. And unlike last year, I think this staging could stand up at your vision the way it is now. I
0: think my problem with dresses like this... Sure. Is often that they will not allow the artist to move. Right, no, that's fair. Like, not that she has to like do a a dance number to this no, opera something. No, no. but it is like, it it. Uh, not being able to move your legs will affect the way that you move your upper body. She does make
1: an attempt at, like, you know, doing movements like, with her hands around her face, and it's, it's all meant to be, like, kind of elegant and slow, but I get what you're saying. She's meant like, to stand still because of the camera that's making a very deliberate movement, and it's it's, it's very controlled because of that. And um, when
0: you're singing opera, like, if you watch... I For example, I... Uh, I really stand for Anna Tripko mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who will like stumble across the sure, stage yeah but, and, like... Like, yeah but that's real opera you know yeah, right, but you're I'm performing
1: like, like an, an opera which is also a story uh, um, there's more to the performance than just your vocal acrobatics um, it's, it's, it's yeah. less about like look at how good my voice is which hers is admittedly like it's good yeah, like yeah, she has yeah. a really good voice. Um,
0: but it's a full body performance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's different from, from what be, this least, is absolutely to me.
1: Um, but it it is a, it is a different song. Um, it's it's not quite the song that makes you want to to move around or that really needs like walking or motion. Um, something also from Estonia. Um, I'm gonna say 2013 again. at uh, uusaks I showed you that. Uh, Ö- in the, the, the white dress she was pregnant and it's a really nice song but the there's like wind and she walks around and it's like the song is so cathartic it's so great it's one of my favorites I love Estonia um, that's a song that really like works with with, with movement of, of like yeah. a person moving across the stage because she moves up to the satellite and it, it does that so well here I'm like this doesn't need more movement on her part um I- I, I think, think I don't it know it does d- yeah, like
0: it needs a, like some swaying or some Yeah, it's definitely fling. static. It's but static, I think it's it's,
1: it's that by design and you make a point that like yeah, it do, it does feel I don't
0: think that simple. is a huge defect.
1: Yeah, I I don't think that's gonna that that isn't the part that's gonna make or break.
0: It. No. I think that you can say what you want about Estonia, but they are never boring. Yeah. They yeah. always bring something surprising
1: and interesting to talk about is
0: one of my favorite countries yeah
1: so given that they haven't qualified for the last two years
0: um which is a crime
1: yeah absolutely i think it's i think it's probably likely uh that they'll do much better this year yeah because
0: you know vocal acrobatics always kind of do well
1: sure um but opera is is not necessarily popular with the juries but yeah, like there's 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 always a disparity between juries and televotes. We've talked about that, but this is a good song to to mention it again because opera is is so divisive, and like uh, with Il Volo, just as well, like they yeah. won the televote. They won the televote at with an opera song, and the jury placed them third. So it's like the jury historically does not actually reward the 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 vocal gymnastics that that it takes to perform an. An operatic song in in that kind of voice register. I
0: also don't agree with uh, voting on a song just by vocal gymnastics I alone. also, I also, I agree fucking on that. hated Australia's Sound of Silence. Yeah, I mean that was also
1: two years ago. <laughs> that so was no two no years ago. <laughs> talking about it, um, we've been referencing uh, a lot of songs from the past, but it's, it's us trying to like figure out how this might do because I'm not quite sure how it'll do. Um,
0: i'm really curious it's a favorite
1: see. it's a favorite of a lot of people um oh a favorite yeah yeah um okay so that's surprising isn't it
0: no no it's not surprising i think yeah that, that, that's actually that, a pretty
1: good sign no but that again has also been a trend uh in, in in with with past operatic songs so like pre-contest favorites in in the operatic style that's not new and so there's a lot of things here that we're just saying like, this isn't new, this isn't the first time this is happening, but will history just like repeat itself? Will this will this be like a 10th place kind of song? Or is it like something that will go higher than that?
0: It's why I think it's really interesting because none of, none of this is new. Yeah. This is just such a good combination of a bunch of things that have... Yeah, happened before all, yeah, then because, i'm just really curious to see
1: how this will do because it's like despite the fact that you know we've mentioned all these things that have happened before none of those are aspects that have been a winner right and yeah if, if you like combine those or like try to refine them and try the same concept again like maybe maybe that will uh result in something stronger way to go uh i think they're back on track and I'm I'm very interested to see how this does.
0: Yeah, and tune in next year for our Italy episode of the podcast, which we will be recording from Tallinn.
1: Yeah, apparently. So that's going to be it for this episode on Estonia. Thank you all for listening. If you like the show, please tweet about us. Um, that's on Twitter. You can ask us uh, questions, talk to us uh, using our handle, which is at EuroDivision. Make sure to follow us. Uh, don't at Mira because she's not on Twitter. Give us a review on iTunes and let the people know um, how we're doing so that you know maybe more people can discover this show. Uh, yeah, and ratings maybe we'll put reviews. some effort into it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.